Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello, the internet, and welcome to Season 263, Episode 4 of Your Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's deep shared dive. consciousness. It's Thursday, November 17th, 2022, which Woo. of course means it is the first day of Donald Trump's new reign. Yeah, or second, depending second. on yeah, what I guess timeline second. we're in. It, it, everything stretches out. But November 17th is National Homemade Bread Day, National Baklava Day, National Butter Day. I like all three of those things so far. Uh, National Take a Hike Day, National Rural Health Day, uh, World Pancreatic Cancer Day, and the Great American Smoke Out, which I think okay. is about just saying, hey, man, quit the cigs, will you? Oh, that's not what it sounds like. No, it sounds like <laughs> it sounds like a Cypress Hill like yeah. concert with like Wiz Khalifa. It's not sound anti-smoking. I think there was a thing like called that, like the Smoke Out tour, actually, or oh, Smokers for Only. Sure. Yeah, there's always like the a Great American like Smoke Out is a great name for a tour. Hell yeah! Also, take a hike day if that's for if that was created to like get people out to the public parks. They probably I don't know, I don't know if that's good good branding because it's it, all i hear is, get out of here basically take a hike buster yeah. no but it is they want people to take a hike Literally, yeah please anyways my name is jack o'brien aka potatoes o'brien 
And I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray! Let's go to Long Beach really quick. November 16, 2022. Trump announces, run, tell me, where were you? You were sitting home watching your TV while the worst human beings threw a big party. First shot he took was at Sleepy Joe. Even though for Democrats the midterms didn't blow. The party was crashing, Trump sounded tired, then he droned on for an hour sounding uninspired. Next topic hit was about the cops, and how will the Democrats want violent crime to never drop? Woo! Finally, he then mentioned PA, and said, I never even liked us, plus I think he cray. Hey! Okay, Woo! shout out to Christy Yamaguchi, man, at Waffle House. Hey, on the Twitter, that for was that. also my that was also my AKA. So that's why I had to hit him. Jack was mouthing AKA. it along spirits. It was a duet. It I was, was a spiritual duet. Because <laughs> right before he came on, he was like, "Hey, what's this part of the lyric?" And I was like, "Oh, you're gonna do the AKA?" I was like, "I got the beat here." He said, "Why don't you?" We'll do. I was it saying, Miles, help me with the phrasing here. When does this? <laughs> what, when does this syllable hit? Finally, he then mentioned PA. No, it's finally <laughs> we got our own PA. That's from the the song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great, aka from the master yeah. and from the master performer. Yes, yeah, Thank I was you. I was mouthing the words along. I think that's what more actors should do to during. That's what my uh, six year old was in a play on Monday night, and he was not just mouthing other people's lines along with them. He was pointing to them on stage when it was their turn to deliver the line. <laughs> Which he's on it. He's on yeah. it. Did he point at himself when he had a line though? No, that would have been wild. Like, he really came alive for his lines, like you know, would like put put on a big smile and really project oh, wow. when it was his <laughs> lines. And then when I tell you, he his body language just completely slumped over. Like he would deliver his lines and then just like he, he plays crutchy in Newsies, and so he would go from oh. like you know being real animated, looking at the audience, like saying his line, and then just like basically comatose when other people were saying their lines <laughs> he's not a very he, uh, he's not a giving actor but yeah you know. hey look he's he's on his way he's on his, he's way. On his way he's on his way <laughs> anyways miles yes we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by yes. the creator and co-host of the webby award-winning podcast unladylike please welcome back to the show Kristen conger Hello, Hi. thank you so much for having me back. It's great yes. to have you back. With Jack here, no less. With me here. This is our first time meeting. I know. Yeah. Hi. 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 I'm Jack. I host I'm the Chris show then. normally. <laughs> it's great to meet you. Pleasure. You it's me, Miles, from the Sublime Song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I Right before I fell asleep last night, because I'm on the East Coast, I got a little New York Times alert. And I made the mistake of opening it. Yeah. Yeah. But that way I could then turn to my husband and say, hey, you trying to nod off to sleep? Because guess who's running for president? <laughs> guess who's back? Donald Trump. Back again. Mm -hmm. so, I, saw some, yeah. I saw some responses. Like one of, one of those big, like broad, like mainstream Democrat accounts. Uh, Rex Chapman, the NBA, for, former NBA oh, yeah. player, Rex Chapman. His response was, you got to be kidding me. I was like, yo, you didn't think he was going to run? <laughs> like, <laughs> I just, You thought it was bluster uh, the whole time? <laughs> he was like, ah, ah, I didn't, I didn't think this serious? time he was going to be a pathological narcissist who can't, uh, is physically incapable of doing the thing that will get his name in headlines. Right. 
And also yeah. his like only way out of all his legal trouble as he sees it is just to become president again. No, he <laughs> of course. Yeah. How could he? Wow. He surprised us all. The timing also really stepped on Tiffany's wedding because yeah. just yesterday I was enjoying some unhinged TikToks of whatever was happening at that reception. So I wouldn't have minded, you know, having, you know, just having a little extra time to to really soak all of that spectacle yeah. in. But, you know, we know he hates Tiffany. So <laughs> wait, what happened at Tiffany's wedding? The most I saw was like the shade of Ivanka cropping out Kim Guilfoyle in an all black dress, which I was like, <laughs> OK, fair. And also she's like, oh, my fucking idiot brother's girlfriend's ruining the picture. Crop her out. But what, wait, what was it going on at the reception? Okay, so what I saw was, imagine a dance floor, and there Mm -hmm. were, like, it was, there was, like, a a ring of professional dancers who were in gold gowns and blindfolds. Yep. Yeah. It was odd, and they started doing just a bizarre dance that I guess was, like, the opening, the entrance for... Tiffany and whatever her like new husband's name is like that was their like walk in oh song wow. and it was the strangest like weird SNM meets prom esque <laughs> vibe I had no idea what was okay. happening but it felt I guess right for the occasion right it feels like right. like like artsy from an eighties movie. Like that. Yeah. That's what I'm getting from that. <laughs> yes. like Whoa. That okay. Hold on. Now I just found it here. I'll, I'll share the screen here. It's definitely right. Some weirdness. It's like, what the fuck? Oh. It's like, like eyes wide shut. Kind yeah. Of. Eyes, eyes wide mouth. shut. Yeah. What's in they their have ma- something in their Are mouth? They, like cash gag balls or something. <laughs> Is, it's just their like, NDAs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a they literally made them sign NDAs and then Oh, it's a them gold rose. They're holding a gold rose like bloom like in the But mouth. it is the biggest gold rose that I've ever yeah. seen. It really seems like something that they'd be gagging on. So wow. gagging on gold very appropriate on brand. for on yeah. reason. Like it's it's to the point that if someone were to do a critical like if someone like bombed the wedding with like a interpretive dance performance, this might be what they do to be like, you guys are out of touch, <laughs> right. rich elites. <laughs> We're going to gag ourselves with gold right. and blindfold ourselves to like demonstrate, you know, if they were if they were not very subtle, I guess that's what they would do to criticize the Trumps. But well, they just did it themselves. Turns out, it. turns out Donald Trump, not a very thoughtful dad. Right. Mm. Yeah, mm. I'm. I'm sure confirmed. He I guess at this point, design huh? that much, but he is a messy, a messy dude. So maybe mm-hmm. he did design it, or I bet he was sitting back and being like, "Look at this shit. This is." I, this I is do. Ridiculous. I do love the idea of him choreographing it, though. Like him out <laughs> yeah. on the dance floor in like a sweatband, like two, three, four. <laughs> He's yeah. like more. He's like straighten your arm more. Your wrist is too bent. <laughs> straighten it out. Good. Now five, six. Boy, hold on. Let's go back to one. You guys are a mess. It also, yeah, it feels like cocaine choreographed this whole thing. So, <laughs> well, yeah, when like the moves sense. are just like sultry vibe poses, yes, and less like yeah, yeah. Cack, cack boom type stuff, <laughs> it just feel like, all right, man, just do a fucking fat line before you go out there and just be horny. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, Kristen, we're gonna get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we are gonna tell our listeners a couple of things we're talking about. Uh, we are gonna talk about Donald Trump's announcement from a couple nights ago. 
We're going to talk about Twitter's uh, newest advertiser, which is Starlink. Oh. Yeah, SpaceX Wait, and Starlink. Daddy's company? Yeah, Daddy's, Daddy's hmm, advertising. Seems like some circular company. spending there. <laughs> yeah. So we'll just talk about that. We'll talk about the new Olympic mascots, which are here, oh, no. already revealed for 2024, and they are clearly clitorises. Oh, which, really? Yeah. For sure. I have not mm-hmm. seen. Okay. Which uh, London's was like definitely dickish. And the very first Olympic mascot was a skiing sperm. So it's in a grand tradition. But I, I, I just, I'm excited to read to you the marketing that went along with oh, the please do. announcement okay. because it is apparently <laughs> these, these mascots are going to change the world and leave, lead us in a revolution of some oh. sort. Oh, okay. Sure. You'll be glad to know. All of that. Plenty more. But first, Kristen, we do like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history? Okay, this might be uh, one of the saddest things (laughs) I found in my search history. Uh, And I am going to timestamp it on Friday at 1146 p.m. I don't even remember this, but I googled Frasier Rewatch Podcast. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's about time. Yeah. You know what? It, it Frasier Rewatch Podcast, when you type Frasier Rewatch, I guess that, it, it does pop up. So people are looking yeah. for it. You're not alone. You're not I'm not, alone. I'm not alone. But it was, it was just like one of those, one of those things that, you know, I love Frasier. Obviously, I've seen all the episodes. So I'm now looking for another way to like Reliving. relive all the moments. But I don't like seeing that, like, that's what I was doing, you know, right. yeah. at 11.45 on You're Friday. Like, where's like, my show? Like, Kristen, okay, you gotta, you gotta get out there again, Was this Gotta get your life together. <laughs> Come on. Was, that, was this just, like, in your twilight as you're, like, about to fall asleep? Or, like, what's the situation here? Like, why, like, what's happening at 11.46 p.m. on a Friday at your crib? I forget. I was putting together some kind of podcast, something or other, and was looking for clips. And I think mm. I had like fallen down, fallen down some kind of, some kind of stairwell. Google, yeah, Google rabbit hole. And, oh, Google. Okay. And just found myself like, hey, toss salad and scrambled eggs. Is like that the name of a podcast? Like, is I know. anybody talking about Frasier? I know like all shows are recap now, but I would love that. And, yeah, apparently Kevin Smith was on that tip, like um, in like the right 2000s. Away. So I was like, "Well, I, and I'm not going to be listening to that one." So <laughs> he's like, "Podcasts <sighs> are a thing. We, we should get a Fraser rewatch together." <laughs> this is my yeah. pitch, guys. This is actually why Honestly, I'm here. <laughs> I know when you said that, I was like, "There isn't a podcast called Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs." I feel like that that's like the the best low hanging fruit name for your Fraser re- rewatch podcast. Yeah, I mean, I might just have to podcast. start it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Doesn't even need to be related to Fraser. Yeah. Why not? Toss. Hey, welcome to Toss, toss Salad and Scrambled Takes. Uh oh. You know <laughs> something like that. I don't know. Just spitballing here. Yeah. All right. And you didn't. You didn't proceed to listen. You were like, okay, well, it exists, and I'm glad. Glad for that fact. Yeah. I'll. You know, I didn't. I didn't dip in. There are. There are, were a few different Fraser Rewatch podcasts that I found, but they all seemed a, a bit low quality. So maybe mm. there still is room in the market, this crowded right. podcast market for me to get in there with my tossed salad and scrambled eggs. But I, I, I haven't moved. I haven't moved forward. Yeah. I was just rudely reminded of 
of what I'm doing with my spare time when right. I was it's, looking through my seems... history. So I I listen to like some movie rewatch podcasts. I people seem to really prefer the ones where the cast is involved. And we we produce a couple great ones on our network. So I'm yeah. not talking shit about ones where cast is involved. There are some great ones where cast is involved, but the cast has to like be great podcasters, which I feel like is not always the case. Like I, I don't need anyone to watch it with me who was there personally. Mm-hmm. Do you, how how do you guys feel about that? Oh, I feel like it it it's only like it works when you're getting some really interesting like director's commentary type stuff that's like right. you're like it's adding dimensions to an episode you had no idea about. But other than that, like I'd prefer hearing like other people who are from the fan side of it, like coming at it with their very interesting perspective. But yeah, I don't know. I could research. go either way. Yeah. yeah or Re- just being able to be like freely critical of something. That said, y'all know Kelsey Grammer would be fantastic on a podcast. I don't know that. <laughs> Who knows what he would say? Not clear on that at all, based on some of his takes. <laughs> well, clearly, I'm watching enough Frasier. Like I, yeah, like I guess I, so. Hey, Frasier you... would be great on a podcast. Yeah. Kelsey Grammer? Not so That's a great point. That's a great point. They're yeah, kind of yeah. one and the same to me. You're right. You're right. Yeah, My yeah. parasocial relationship is like too strong. Right. Yeah. It's like, can you just be Fraser Crane when yeah. you do this? That would be right. cool. Yeah. Certainly. I mean, who knows? Maybe Fraser would also have like weird vaccine takes and shit like that. You know, Fraser might be mega. It's gone. No, I don't think so. Because his dad direction. was the conservative one. Yeah. He was a little no. more liberal, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's yeah, but you never know. As Frazier gets older, he's getting some more money, just like his dad. Wait till you get some more money and you get oh, older, true. then you'll yeah. see. True. <laughs> Although I, yeah, I think it, I, I wasn't a huge Frazier head, but now that I think about it, just hearing me say Frazier might have been MAGA would have actually killed Frazier Crane. I think is more likely. He's <laughs> he's a big big uh, NPR fan. A lot of NPR yeah. totes in that household. Kristen, what is something you think is overrated? Okay. This, I don't know if y'all have spoken of this yet, but what is overrated right now is fucking Black Friday. Mm. I cannot, I I didn't know that we were starting this early. I don't know what I'm having for my Thanksgiving meal. Don't yeah, right. stop coming at me with all of these Black Friday deals because what it, now what is, what is even that day? You know, like capitalism, stop it. It's obvious we need to extend Halloween if we're going to extend anything. Don't extend back up with Black Friday. And I got a got a text even yesterday from a family member who shall not be named since there's like a secret Santa situation that happens. And they were like, hey, I went ahead and just like drew names for Secret Santa this year since, you know, Black Friday is happening already. And I was like, no, 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 I'm not responding to this. And what's happening? Yeah, I went ahead and took the magic out of the holiday because Black Friday is happening. So, you know, (laughs) we got to knock this out in the summer. Yeah, it's three weeks early this year. Come on. (laughs) Didn't you say you wanted that Dyson V10 vacuum? No? Oh, well, maybe someone else. Yeah, I can't. It it is truly meaningless. Also, because all it is is the retailers snitching on themselves, being like, you know, we could sell it this cheap and still be profitable, but we don't. 
you know, <laughs> like that to me is like what's the most like I get so incensed by when you're like, how the fuck is it sixty bucks less just today? Ugh. So yeah. Uh, we could sell this cheap, but it's much more entertaining to just do it one day a week and then watch you little piggies run around and yeah. fight each knock other, into each other, and just oink about in our Walmart. <laughs> That's my impression of the Walton family, I guess. Yeah. What, what's something you think is underrated? Okay, staying on theme, Black Friday is overrated. Black Christmas is mm. underrated. Are y'all fans of the horror movie Black Christmas? I am not. I I am not not a fan. I just have not gotten into it. But I okay. have heard like what that it's better than people remember. No, I never heard of this. Oh, oh, okay. So Whoa, and I went to school with her. Okay, go on. Well, there's the there there's a remake that came out a few years ago, but the original one I think came out in 1974. And it's a Christmas not themed, but like it's a horror movie that takes place during Christmas break on a college campus. And one of the reasons why it is iconic and underrated to me is that the whole like trope of the final girl in horror movies, like we think it started with Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween, right. which came out right after Black Christmas. But... This movie, Black Christmas, was actually the first to include a final girl, the one who, like, survives at the very end. But unlike the trope where she's, like, super chaste and virginal, this character, Jess, is, uh, we know she's sexual because she's pregnant and she's getting an abortion. Wow. But she's not, like, punished for it. In fact, right. like, her boyfriend, who's a jerk about it, ends up getting slashed spoiler and it was just a really fascinating like i don't know to me seeing kind of what could have been but it was the same director who went on to make uh, a christmas story so clearly he loves christmas oh, wow. <laughs> right <laughs> another dark take he was like oh too dark too dark and <laughs> all right, yeah, all right. He did we'll take Orkies it we'll take and a christmas story okay okay bob clark yeah. there's there's your double feature um yeah. and it is legit scary it is very very spooky, scary. I was like, wow, what an interesting storyline with this like character. Like it's going against most of like American tropes, like a uh, Canadian slasher film. Okay. okay. Oh, I, like, I like that. I, I see that. that. I see it now. Yeah. That's wild that the slasher genre like started in a very progressive place. And then they're like, nah, we'll, we'll make it basically yeah. a metaphor for Puritan values. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's wild. I think there's another christmas horror movie that i've seen billboards for with a mean oh, santa that's the one oh. with the the guy from david uh, harbour david harbour yeah yeah what the fuck is that one harbour santa movie violent night that's violent what it is. night plays yeah. killer santa that's just what my kids need to see yeah. i think hallmark should really kind of get in on this you know the holiday horror genre really it's worth it i don't i don't see that <laughs> i mean like I, as somebody who watches so much hallmark movies i'm like ah, can we spice it up a little can some motherfucker get stabbed in this movie please just to kind of keep things going they have one that's like there's a series of films that's sort of like a murder mystery one and like 
one takes place during the holidays, but they don't they haven't leaned into that. I, I mean, I get it because Hallmark, like I'm pretty sure they have this thing where like you can't even have they used to say you can't have magic uh, shit like be the inciting incident in it because Christians, you know, don't like uh-huh. that. Just keep it, keep it, keep it, you know, keep it, uh, you know, nice and above board with God. Mm. Yeah, that would be my main objection. So I'm glad to see that that rule is being. I think back. it is rolled back, but there was a while where like people were like, if like in talking with people who make them, they're like, yeah, you can't pitch Hallmark a thing where like mad like magic is like the main point of something occurring in this Christmas story, or else they'll be like, no, 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 this is this is Satan, this is Satan shit, right? <laughs> Although maybe maybe like they're just wrong, and it would it would push things like like nobody thought you should include religion in your horror movies until The Exorcist, so right, mm, just mm. saying. Just yeah. a shot. Christmas. The holidays are a lot darker than people <laughs> depict them in their shows. So, Kristen, are you a big horror slash slasher slash slasher fan? <laughs> I sound like it, but uh, not especially. Okay. I have like some s- select favorites, and okay. Black Christmas is one of them. And yeah, I, I'm I'm just thinking if we're gonna if we're gonna have to have a you know, two month long Christmas season now, holiday right. season now. Let's spice up the genre. Yeah, seriously. Avatar season. I'm with that. Avatar <laughs> yeah. two, the way of the water season in my household. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course, and Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Visible is the wireless company that makes wireless visible. No hidden fees, no really. Save on wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. And we're back, and Donald Trump's running for president again. It was, I didn't watch a single frame. Oh, you missed out, man. Yeah. I don't know why I did. I just had to, I had to see. It was really the energy I was focused on, because that gives you a good indication of, like, where the campaign is at, but uh, really not much to say here. He basically put the crowd to sleep. With his meandering right. shit. Like, it, it got to the point when his, like, little announcement went over an hour. Like, even Fox News was like, what the fuck, bro? Just get to the stupid part already where you say, make America <laughs> great again, and you're announcing it. I want to play this part, though, because it's amazing how, like, they actually cut the fucking, they just had, they couldn't take it anymore. He started talking about, like, Angela Merkel and shit, and they're like, oh, fuck. They're like, all right, so that's the president right now. Well, I'll play this because it, it's a good indication of how meandering the whole thing was. Remember I sent to uh, Angela? Remember Angela? Do you remember Angela? Nobody's remembering her. He seems like he's now. falling asleep. Angela right, Merkel. Just I joining us, you? President Trump in Mar-a-Lago <laughs> announcing his 2024 presidential run. So remember they're I just like, yeah, uh, oh. enough of that. It's like, because he just wasn't getting to it. On top of it, there was also a video from, from inside the event that apparently staffers in security prevented people from leaving the speech because, like, Attendees apparently just had enough and they're like, let's go and we can be racist at our own home. Why do we have to be here? <laughs> and like there's this like one clip of you see clearly a movement of like bodies towards the exits and like it just stops and you just see like some people there clearly not like ushering people out. And there's just for whatever reason, like a choke point there. Reverse do ushers. What you will. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Reverse ushers. <laughs> <laughs> you stay. You stay. Yeah. But. Again, I think it's important to see, we were talking about yesterday or the day before, like what the reaction has been, what the responses have been from all the people who would, you know, be sort of, you know, were at least pivotal in his campaigns in past years. So let's take a look around the right wing block and see what is happening. And let's start with the donors. Hmm. A lot of his mega donors that backed him in 2016 and 2020 are now changing their numbers and closing their wallets. And they're like, I don't know him at all. Andy Sabin, who's like a he, like a, another GOP mega donor, he said, quote, I'm not going to give Trump a fucking nickel <laughs> was his quote when they asked him. He said he's already contributed fifty five thousand dollars to a pro DeSantis pack. And he would and he would rather he's going to back DeSantis if he runs. That's what he's just said. He's like, I don't need this. I, I want DeSantis. The CEO of Blackstone, Stephen Schwartzman, 
He said again, nah, I don't think uh, I don't think I'm gonna back him in 2024. Quote: America does better when its leaders are rooted in today and tomorrow, not today and yesterday. It's time for the Republican Party to turn a new generation of leaders, and I intend to support one of them in the presidential primary. So, money's looking a little bit tighter, you know. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that that was also the case his first like 20, 2016 when he announced no like the. Donors kind of laughed at him, and then when it became they clear got in that line. he was getting the votes, they got in line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, so I trust none of none of them. Yeah. Well, it's like it's funny because before, right in twenty twenty one, like after January sixth, there was a lot of performative like distancing to be like, oh, I don't want that to fuck up my brand. But right. they're like, but I do because we have the same goal, and I'm addicted to it. So sorry. Uh, and now it feels more like. They're doing like a real they're trying to get him out, but they just don't realize they don't have the power to. So for all of the talking that you may do, I just like we said uh, yesterday, I still I don't know what their way out is. Because right. then you look at the media, right? They're staying. They're staying is pretty consistent trying to say we're done with this guy because not only they waffle within a week, maybe they'll waffle within three weeks this time. The New York Post had a headline on the bottom of the front page on Wednesday that just said, there was no picture of him. There was just a bold headline at the bottom of their main front page headline. And it just said, Florida man makes announcement. Ooh. Yeah. Then the mm. National Review, their headline was in response to the uh, him running, a firm, unmistakable no is the name of uh, their piece. And they said, quote, to paraphrase Voltaire after he attended an orgy, once oh was an experiment, twice would be perverse. A bruised Donald Trump announced a new presidential bid on Tuesday night, an invitation to double down on the outrages and failures of the last several years that Republicans should reject without hesitation or doubt. Man, they love Voltaire, huh? There's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was a recent one where they were claiming that Voltaire said, to learn who rules over you, simply find out who you are not allowed to criticize. And everybody on the right was, I think even Elon Musk was quoting that. And it turns out that that was not written or said by Enlightenment era writer Voltaire. It was said by Kevin Alfred Strom, a neo-Nazi. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's where that quote comes from. A 1993 radio broadcast by a neo-Nazi. Uh-huh. But they, well, love, they love to go Voltaire. Voltaire, neo-Nazi. What's the yeah. difference? Honestly? I mean, any, anytime you're starting a sentence with, to paraphrase Voltaire, yes. like, yes. it's not going to go well. You're like, oh, uh oh, watch out. He's They're speaking directly to MAGA country with that, <laughs> with that fucking intro. They're like, yeah. huh? What are they going to say about Voltaire? Go on. I want to know. And then his sycophants. <laughs> they is... came out fucking swinging. Okay. Yes. I first, first want to play uh, Mike Huckabee, who uh, the speech was fucking awful. Like it wasn't good at all. It really. I think the the only kudos he could get from people were like he actually didn't mention like the election theft of 2020. That was like the most growth he showed because I think people were like, dude, no one's gonna fucking back you if you keep talking this. And somehow he responded to that. But Mike Huckabee's like. This guy's perfect <laughs> in response to this. And perfect. I just want to play this wonderful bit of butt kissing. Sean, the construct of the speech is pitch perfect. If he keeps on like this tonight, he is unbeatable in 2024. Nobody can touch him. Not a Republican, not a Democrat. He stayed on message. One of the key things he said, this is not my campaign. This is our campaign. He has made 
whoa, whoa, you fucking socialist. What the fuck was that, bro? <laughs> also, I do want to add that all that pitch perfect speech, they're talking over this supposed, like, this yeah, is when they cut split him screen. off. It's a split screen between Huckabee and Trump delivering the speech, and Trump is, like, slanting to the side. Like, he looks like he's falling asleep. And, uh, yeah, they... He's they unbeatable. <laughs> had to cut away from the speech to go to Huckabee to be like, hey, like, can you... Can you do something to liven this shit up? Yeah. Do you think Huckabee is just really hoping for Veep? Yeah. I'm sorry. You know, he's going to disingenuously pick a woman or person of color. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because that's going to be he. We already saw his logic in Georgia. He's like, well, I'll pit a black man against a black man there, even though this person is not even close to being qualified to even eat at a golden corral, but (laughs) let, let alone be a senator. And I think that's like because that's why there's a lot of Tim Scott or like, you know, I don't know, Carrie Lake or whatever. She's been she was immediately like, you have my full support. We're like, we get it. You auditioning. We get it. Don't worry right, about right. it. Um, but then I also want to point out another group of sad sacks. These older Gen X MAGA fans decided to crip walk on a Ron DeSantis flag outside of the Trump Tower because loyal as fuck, my guy. Yeah. Uh, so just watch. This is some this is peak. I want to cry when I watch these men who are out here defending Donald Trump in front of the tower, but here's some dudes who are saying Trump or death. Ron, Ron, Ron has got two victories for inches. They're stomping on a flag right now. He's out. He has plenty of time to gain wisdom. Trump or death. Let, let him stay in Florida for a while. Remember when they did the, the Saddam Hussein right, statue right, came right, down? Right. They're like yeah. dancing when the on the Saddam statue came down? Hey. He's like, we, my father used to say to me, he used to say, hold on, he used to say, Son, I brought you into this world. I can take you out. Everything, Boom. everything. This We're taking him out. Everything he's got to out to Trump. It's Trump or death. Okay, wow. so uh, they're okay. doing us doing daddy a daddy issues shoe. first of all. Yeah, <laughs> that that unrelated anecdote about your dad was, hold on, was hold on. not the closer <laughs> you thought it was going to be. I love the way he was telling the dude, like, "Yo, I got to get this take <laughs> on." You know, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> So my dad, who I hate, used to tell me this thing. <laughs> used to threaten to murder me in a, using a cliche that you've all heard. Boom! Yeah. What's up? But also, it is the laziest, least at, like, they're stomping on the flag in the loosest definition of the word stomp. It is, they, they, a, look, yeah. un, they look more like they're shuffling unsteadily on a flag. Yeah, since we were talking about dance earlier, a bit of a soft shoe. There was a soft <laughs> yeah. shoe on yeah. there, you know? It wasn't like, it was so funny because then, like, they can't do two things at once. So, like, when the camera panned up to them, they, like, their feet stopped moving and then they <laughs> then they could talk again. But when it went down, you could tell their feet started, like, doing light stomps. and like, ah, uh, and um, the, oh, let me stop, <laughs> let me stop stomping. Trump or death? Trump Wait, or death? What was the, the Saddam reference? It was like when the flag for Saddam came. It was interesting. I think because, like, during the whole, you know, regime change moments in Iraq when they toppled the statue. But it's like, Mm. so in this instance, Ron DeSantis is the the leader, the established leader that you're toppling? Yeah, wouldn't it be more like Biden? Do you, you know, he's governor of Florida. Right. Right. This is yeah. and this is the beauty of this fucking absurd circling circular firing squad that's forming on the right because it's like wh- wh- what are they doing? I, I also want to check in uh, quickly with QAnon as we do as we do because you always have to know they were pretty bummed out about the midterms. They were like, "What the 
fuck was that already during the midterms? So during the fucking announcement, a lot of the people who like monitor a lot of like the QAnon message boards and like the Telegram channels, there are messages like this from people after like that speech, quote, just another Trump rally. He just conceded 2020 election. We're just going to skip over the 2020 and 2022 fraud. All that we've heard from three years plus, we are now officially just nut jobs. There's no justice for treason. There's no justice for crimes against humanity. By 2024, we will have no country. Big disappointment. Uh-huh. Here's another yeah. one. I'm fucking done with this political shit show and will never vote again. <laughs> fuck politics and then fuck politics and the Nazi regime. Oh, okay. Oh. And then one more with Christ, like, like cry emojis says, this isn't feeling like the storm. Mm. <laughs> oh, no. I'm, it so. is funny, like, <laughs> because for the true believers, it doesn't make sense when he's like listening to advisors who are like, yeah, you can't talk about the stolen election anymore. That's mm-hmm. no, nobody believes in that shit anymore. And so then he just like moves on to the next thing. But still, I don't know. They somehow keep coming out and voting for him specifically. Not yeah, I mean, supporters. as long as, you know, like cultural regression and white supremacy, misogyny, all that's on the ballot in some form, they're going to come out. So yeah. I think it's just about like which shapeshifter they're going to map onto that platform. But I think at the end of the day, they have a they're, they're going to have a like this is only going to create more problems for them as they even try to pretend they're a political party. Like it's going to devolve, devolve even further to just like whatever, whatever we're about to see as like more and more people begin to splinter off. But right now, it seems that the establishment seems to have more support behind it within like the elected officials class. But down ballot and then into like the actual like voter base. I don't, I don't I don't know. I don't know what their polling looks like. I don't know. The Ron DeSantis like wave scares me so much more though than yeah. Trump 2024 because yeah, I I, I, I well, yeah, I don't want to it's not He's, that they have great ideas either of them, but No, but I I think the reason I am also just like he he actually legislates this culture war right. shit in yes. Florida. Yes. Like he'll be like, "Here's a fucking bill that's a nightmare," and I did that. And like, there's just a level, like I said, like last episode, it was like they're both like the like they're both these same like creatures. But DeSantis has like clearly like looking at what you know Trump is doing. It's like, okay, I don't need any of that stuff to win. I can do this thing, and I can still probably get the culture war stuff to get people to come support me and do yeah. it with a, a smile on my face. I do. I don't know. I I do feel like Trump is more built for like the conflict than DeSantis is. But I mean, that's all that's all speculation. The one thing that makes me less scared of DeSantis in this moment is the knowledge that even if he wins the primary, Trump is running as a third party, which Mm. is going (laughs) to like that's almost the prefer the preferable option is DeSantis winning because Trump's going to come in as a third party and you know, fuck over both of them. So I don't know. I can't I can't foresee a a situation where Donald Trump has prevailed upon using logic and what's best for the Republican Party to like step back if he loses the primary. So at that point, it's yeah, I'm right. He's bad news for them. And also like the only actual member of Congress that showed up or not even technically a member anymore was Madison Cawthorn. The oh, only man. person. Matt Gates didn't even oh, go. Buddy. Matt Gates was like, oh, the weather's kind of bad, I think. So I'm, <laughs> I ain't going to go. Like, what was his excuse, basically? Yeah. 
so yeah, it's it's all just very it's all up in the air. And then like Ron DeSantis was like asked again. They're like, hey, dude, so like what's going on? Like, you know, are are you going to are you going to be running? And he just said, let's just he's like, it's been a long election. We've got the Georgia runoff. He's like, we just need to chill out for a second. Also, Mr. DeSantis, do you have any comment on what that guy's dad used to say to him? <laughs> I mean, his, was it my dad? Are we brothers? Because my dad said that to me, too. <laughs> right. So weird. were you insulted by grown men soft shoeing on a <laughs> terribly designed flag? Also, yeah. and are you sad that they actually had to buy your swag to then disrespect it? Because the joke's really on them at that point. <laughs> Care to comment? I will say the out. most inauspicious <laughs> beginning to a campaign like a campaign announcement was still like Donald Trump's announcing in 2016 coming down an escalator and he had to hire actors to pretend like they were supporters of his yeah. and still still managed to pull that one off. So I don't know. He is a talented populist. Still scares the shit out of me. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, well, either one's fucking scary. I yeah, think yeah, yeah. it's I think in a vacuum, Ron DeSantis is is scarier if Trump doesn't exist. Like if they right. ran tr like without the chaos of Trump, then I'm like, oh shit, he's right. gonna be like, hey, I'm I've got the charisma of a manager at Hooters from the '90s. <laughs> is right. this enough charisma to get people to vote for me? And unfortunately, it is a lot of the time. So we'll see. But I think that's why we're, we're continuing to watch just it kind of flake apart, and I just want to see what's under there really quick. Is it total mm -hmm. chaos, or are they going to figure it out? Because I don't think they are, because they continue to like scratch their heads with the abortion thing to this like today even like they're still like is that what did it i, I don't get how the re huh yeah it, i it saw i saw a tweet right after the midterms from some republican operative who was like it's single women in america who are addicted to antidepressants <laughs> and sex and like all of this stuff like okay yeah yeah sure. yep our fault but in terms of this appearance from Trump, I feel like the one thing we can say is that there's more evidence that America is running out of Adderall because he looked like he was off his meds, man. Yeah. He, he was in withdrawals for sure. Yeah. He looked sleepy. Sleepy pie. We almost switched to meth for crying out loud. <laughs> All right. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where... First-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And 
Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island. And secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Visible is the wireless company that makes wireless visible. No hidden fees, no really. Save on wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. And we're back. And so let's talk Twitter, since Twitter is currently a dumpster fire full of verified Nazis and fake Mr. Beans. <laughs> advertisers are pausing their spending on the social media platform. General Motors, Audi, Volkswagen, General Mills, Pfizer, you know, the big ones. There's also like a big advertising agency that recommended that all their clients basically pause until Twitter seems like they might be a functional company again. Hey, see, and that's how you know who's in power because you can't criticize the corporations. That, you know? That's right. Think about that. Deep. That was my clock. favorite neo-Nazi set on the radio <laughs> once. The So in the big tech equivalent of a kid setting up a lemonade stand and <laughs> not getting any customers and just selling it all to their parents, uh, Elon <laughs> Musk just secured a lucrative deal with a major new advertiser, Elon Musk's Starlink satellite internet service, which this happened a number of days ago. But I do just want to highlight it because it's like such a good example of all of the ways that like the myth of him being a genius are is a myth. It's just like so full of shit. He's Emerald Boy. That's it. Yeah. He was born with emeralds in his pocket. So much of his wealth is like based on like selling carbon tax. He's like so much of his money is based on tax funded shit that he basically took advantage of because he was in a position to take advantage of it and he's shrewd and predatory and that's what makes someone 
take someone from being a CEO to being a very successful CEO as being best predator. But yeah, the the ads, the ad buy costs upward of $250,000 and wow. they're aimed at Spain and Australia, I think maybe. Okay. And it's basically a like full stop. Everybody in those countries who goes to Twitter the first three times they log in that day will be hit with a Starlink ad takeover. And now is Starlink something that's like a viable option for people in those places? Like I'd imagine you can get broadband in Australia or Spain. Are they talking like, or is there like a reason? Like there's a market. I think he saw Kangaroo Jack and assumed that the entirety of Australia was just like that and didn't have access (laughs) to the internet. (laughs) No, I have, I have no idea what the strategy is. Yeah. Yeah. But they're, I think part of the strategy is probably they're going through a rough patch. They've been in the news a lot recently for not the best reasons. So back in March, you know, Elon Musk, good at playing the PR game, donated a bunch of Starlink dishes and Internet service to Ukraine to aid the war effort. And everyone was like, that's that's cool. You know, that's probably because a lot of the storylines around that were that Russia was going to cut off Internet access to the Ukrainian fighters and so he was like, here, I come in, save the day. And because I'm the world's richest man, like I can pay for it. No, no worries. Just, you know, yeah. keep fighting the good fight. Things took a pretty drastic turn last month when Elon Musk released his own peace plan in the form of a Twitter poll, which involved Ukraine ceding territory to Russia. Mm-hmm. And it also took a turn when it was revealed that he didn't actually donate any of that shit. It was what? it was paid for by the U.S. by the Pentagon, and what like pay, paid fuck? for handsomely by the Pentagon. I had no fucking millions idea. And millions I of dollars. didn't either. Yeah, despite earning kudos fuck for the face. donation, most of it received full or partial funding from outside sources, including millions from the U.S. government, which SpaceX's president had previously denied. So they did this, lied about it. And there's so much of the reporting was just like breathlessly, like he donated them. Yeah. Like no. consistently to the point where I, I was like, I haven't seen one thing where someone's like, well, technically the, the fucking Pentagon's footing the bill. He's not donating shit. Yeah. I mean, this just came out in the past couple months, but wow. it's it's yeah, he, he likes to seize on a major global news story like the kids trapped in the cave and try right. and like insinuate himself as like Tony Stark. Like here, I I'm magical technology, man. I'll come solve the problem. But, Wait, what? That's not a good plan? Well, then you're a pedophile. <laughs> what? Is the guy who actually knows what the fuck he's doing to, yeah. of being a pedophile. Around this time, SpaceX sent a letter to the Pentagon warning that they may stop funding the service in Ukraine unless the U.S. military kicks in tens of millions of dollars per month. So in addition to not even providing the satellites, they were like, we're not going to operate them unless you give us more money than we would otherwise get. What what are you crazy? Right. Cool. So like making money off of war. That's yeah, yeah. Whoa, war profiteering. That's so cool. I think well, is what, hold on. I, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. describe it like that. I, th- there was a need in the market. After coming from the meager beginnings of being an apartheid profiteer, you know, he <laughs> right is now a war profiteer. So there's also this story that's happening in parallel that just came out yesterday, where some a shareholder from Tesla who's just like a lower level employee doesn't have much stock is just kind of a check to check employee sued Elon Musk and pointed out that 
he became he took over the spot of richest person in the world by arranging this package that's worth 50 billion dollars for himself as tesla's ceo and he was like yeah but like he just asked the board to do it and the board are all his friends and it makes no business sense because he's not leaving Tesla. So it wasn't it wasn't at a time when like they were like, "Ooh, we've got to like woo him away." They gave him the biggest payday in the history of like an American business paying a CEO for no reason. And he was like, "That doesn't make sense. He's just robbing right. his own company essentially and robbing his own shareholders." Genius, Jack. Genius. Yeah, exactly. He's a genius. <laughs> like so much of these billionaire geniuses are just good at finding, taking their advantage of already being immorally wealthy and using that to get people to give them free money. I can't believe that part of him patting himself on the back was like, come on, guys, give me $50 billion. (laughs) Exactly. Like, what the fuck? You were, like, begging for it? He is Uh, really good, though, at, like, amassing somewhat like kind of fake money. Like, there's the carbon credits thing and then the money that he had to borrow to, like, buy twitter like it it all it, it just it, it, money feels like such a total and complete construct when it comes to elon's wealth yeah. yeah or just like those figures in general like they're just so like they're unfathomable i can't even like properly process what those amounts of money are and you're like yeah i don't know sure 50 billion yeah. from what and options okay yeah so i don't know it, it's it's a lot of bullshit. It's funny that Ukraine's ambassador to Germany responded to his peace plan by saying, fuck off is my very diplomatic reply to you, Elon Musk, which is going to be a problem because Germany is an important ally and their diplomat is almost certainly going to be banned for insulting Elon from from Twitter. We'll, we'll see before the, the EU totally fucking destroys twitter for like running afoul of like so many of these like safety things they're supposed yeah. to have like that there's yeah. so many things on the horizon there that i'm just like uh, 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 omni crisis alert yeah. here we go for twitter yeah but still haven't seen my major fuck up that i predicted would happen this week fingers crossed wasn't wasn't two-factor authentication kind of a major fuck was up? that confirmed like are many people completely locked out of their accounts i just know that they said like those sort of microservices were going down but like is there a, a trend of feeling like it's happened? I've there's no way I can get back into my Twitter now because of two factor authentication screwed up. I'm not I'm not sure. I'm I just never logged out because I was I was I'm addicted. Yeah, so I can't because <laughs> we're out. scared. <laughs> but it it's funny. Like one of the things that was brought up with this lawsuit was that he when he came over to Twitter, like and fired half of the engineers. He like was like, oh, no, I fired too many people and started making Tesla's like best engineers work on Twitter. He was just like, you move over here now. And so they were pointing out, they were like, so did Tesla's board approve that too? Like they were cool with you just like taking their best engineers off task and moving them to another thing that is just of personal interest to you? Because the, the point they're trying to make is like, he is a board unto himself, just like choosing, deciding to pay himself however much is best for him, which turns out to be $50 billion. Oof. Did y'all see the open letter, I guess, that he sent out to Twitter employees today, basically being like, yeah. if you want to be extremely hardcore, you can stay on. Right. But if yeah. not. 
it's a leave. fork in the road i think was that yeah. like the name yes. of the subject line on that and it's like you're gonna either fucking work till your eyes bleed or take three months severance asshole it's up to you yeah which yeah. i think a lot of people were like yeah i'll take that severance yeah um, have the holidays off Oh, yeah, yeyeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm good with that. Good luck, man. Good luck, motherfucker. All right. He's a great CEO, though. You know, he's willing to be really mean and also uh, likes money a lot, which right. seems like are the two things that. And he's so qualify. funny. It he's is. So he funny. is so funny. Did you see him with that sink? <laughs> he, I know. <laughs> hey, let that sink in. I can't wait. I mean, and he's getting destroyed by his own bullshit, too. And it's just so funny to watch him then, like, ban people for, like, just pointing out how much he sucks or, like, posting stories about, like, Tesla autopilot accidents. Like, seems to be, like, the one thing a lot of people do to troll him. And he's like, get this shit out of here. But the way that letter sounds that he wrote to people, it really is, like, it's just such a difference in energy, like, of him also from, A, not understanding how, like, people work at all and also not realizing how desperate he sounds he said to build a breakthrough twitter 2.0 and succeed in an increasingly competitive world we will need to be extremely hardcore this will mean working long hours at high intensity only exceptional performance will constitute a passing grade twitter will be much more engineering driven design and product will still be very important and report to me but those writing great code will constitute the majority of our team and have the greatest sway and it's just like uh He's like, please respond to this email so I know you're still down. We have the best people. Only the best people. It really yeah, feels like right. that. We will be good and work Only the hard. Best. Only so if hardcore. you're the best, though, because otherwise I don't want to be friends with you. Oh, poor guy. He, yeah. Poor guy. Go he cry in your big pile of money. Yeah. All right. Let's talk. The, the new Olympic mascots are here and their clitorises. <laughs> so we're 600 days away. And, you know, the world may have other important things they're thinking about. I don't know. But where they might have thought they did before they met these mascots for the yeah. Paris 2024 Summer Olympics. They were just revealed a couple days ago. And instead of just being like an amusing cartoon bear, the mascots are uh, anthropomorphic hats modeled oh. after the Phrygian cap. Am I? I'm probably fucking that Phrygian. Up. Phrygian? Yeah. Let's yeah. do that. Phrygian. And that's associated with the French Revolution. But they don't even look remotely like hats, really, to me. They look like clitorises, like cartoon clitorises. There, there is very, yeah, there's something bodily about these. I've yeah. seen, these, like, these figures. little, like, plush toys of like a little like stuffed uterus like this would yeah. go with that like it should Perfect. be like a sex ed tool of like exactly Hi, this is inside of you right <laughs> yeah this is the pleasure zone wait and i'm looking at the hat what this doesn't even look like the fucking hat that they're talking about they're bright red and which i don't think the hats were maybe they're oh red. it's 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 like that that scully that has like the the curl okay so the up top part looks like it but everything from like the eyeballs down i'm like huh yeah very confusing mm -hmm. but i want i want you guys to hear the thinking uh this is from olympics.com for paris 2024 this new generation of fridges will write history led led by one olympic and one paralympic phrygian the tribe of mascots will be central to paris 2024's vision to change lives by leading a revolution through sport. Oh, shit. Okay. 
go on. That's all they got. They just have a cartoon. They're like, the proletariat must must capture the means of production. You're like, whoa, whoa, what the fuck are these little fridgies talking about? Yeah. Oh, I wait, mean, they could have they could have stuck googly eyes on a beheaded aristocrat, but they, they chose <laughs> this much more friendly version of the French Revolution. If they just subbed out, you know, fridges, is that how it's said, for clitorises? I mean, I would buy into the marketing for Paris 2024. This new generation right. of clitorises will write history. I'll tune in. Yeah, right. right. I'm on Don't board be- with that. And it could be what is happening under. It could be the subtext of this or like the artist they hired's subtext because past, you know, sexually charged <laughs> anthropomorphic Olympic mascots have been a penis in for the. 2012 London mascot. I don't know. It it like has a little police bobby hat on the top, but for the most part, it looks like a cartoon cock and balls with a big <laughs> eye, eyeball in the middle of it. You can see a, it a yeah. little further down. A penis wearing a cop hat is disturbing. <laughs> the, most, <laughs> the, the most just toxic thing that could be conceived of. Yeah, and the very so so maybe this is the French response to that. To to be like yeah fuck fuck that we're we're feminist over here yeah I mean it's, just it's looking equality at some, some of the past ones like the L A eighty four it was just like a fucking corny ass eagle with like a Uncle Sam hat on like Seoul had tigers uh, Barcelona had Kobe who looked like a just a cool I don't know cubist animal it's like when did it get starting getting really weird. Izzy, yeah. Atlanta, 1996. Yeah, I have to shout out Izzy. abstract fantasy figure. Yeah, do y'all, do y'all know Izzy. why Izzy is called Izzy? Because I'm, I'm in Atlanta, and I remember, <laughs> I remember Izzy well. <laughs> no, and, what is Izzy? Like, the, as in, what Izzy? Yeah, it's literally short for, what is it? Because they had no idea what to call it. It was such a mess, and people disliked the design so much but i guess they were just kind of stuck with it so then do they just have is this this like the one design project where they're like and unfortunately we we have these bylaws going back 100 years where you're only allowed to have one draft for this this specific design project you it's first thought best thought unfortunately and so because these all look like first drafts the eagle miles that you called out for the los angeles 1984 is the worst, most generic. It's clip art. It's clip art. It is straight up clip art. I don't of, of an eagle. Like, yeah, that that's that's not a good look. It looks all. like a cartoon eagle from like a NRA like <laughs> coloring book that they would have like given out. You know, it's uh yeah. I'm just looking at if there's anything interesting <laughs> in the Wikipedia thing about like the beginnings of Izzy. It's like in '91, the Atlanta Committee for the Olympic Games began a search for a mascot. And they, the selection, what is it, was designed by John Ryan, a senior animation director at Atlanta-based design firm. Originally appeared, what is it, originally appeared as a blue tear-shaped, quote, blob with rings around his eyes. Oh. Wow. 
<laughs> sure. He wore high-top sneakers and had star-shaped pupils. His arms and legs were also short with a toothy grin. He was later modified to have longer limbs to give a more athletic look. After a very critical reception to what is its introduction, uh, during the closing ceremonies of the 92 Barcelona Olympics, the Atlanta Committee of Organizing the Olympics began work to reshape the character, specifically focusing on children who were far more attracted to the character than adults. Oh, so they were like, fuck y'all adult haters. This we one's for the babies. want you to like it. It was yeah. for the kids. It is the most 1996 designed, like, if 1996 just naturally, like... Yeah, I mean, look at Newt, look a. at him and Newt Gingrich. Look at what is it and Newt Gingrich together oh, in '95. Yeah. Look at that match made in heaven. Those were the days. Yeah, yeah, it was a it was a real embarrassment at the time. I do remember my parents like complaining about what an abomination it was. But in retrospect, I, like you said, I think it's a perfect encapsulation of. Yeah, of '90s culture, really. Yeah, it does seem like it when when you go back to that spreadsheet of all the different designs it seems like it's either animal or like weird anthropomorphic piece of modern art that is somehow sexual like izzy seems to be the one example where it's not like weird i guess there there were the ones that are just like marshmallow the dj in a couple places but it feels like once you when you go abstract you're you're running the risk that you're going to just draw a sperm because like that's yeah. what your unconscious mind wants to do you know yeah well you know for all those designing out there just 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 keep it simple i don't know who got like half of these i'm looking at, i'm like <laughs> i don't even fucking remember this like <laughs> who gives a fuck man <laughs> just make the olympics in one place yeah i actually really like the first one the uh skiing sperm like that one's pretty cool looking oh 1968 yeah shoes from Grenoble. Yeah. yeah. Schuss was the first mascot to... Oh, so the, he's the first ever. Yeah, yeah. First one. Good for him. Just a skiing sperm. And it nails the assignment. Like, he's active. He's on skis. He, right. like, looks like... I don't want to say athletic, but, like, there's a sense of athleticism. The next year, it is a dog with a dove on its tail. Like, what? Yeah. Just with a peace dove, this is El Jaguar Rojo, and that's for the Mexico City games. His friend, Paloma de la Paz, symbolizes the slogan, Games of Peace. Okay. Mm. At least there can you can understand it. Then, you, like, I like how 76 Innsbruck, there's just one, Schneemann. <laughs> means <laughs> snowman a, in German. It's a snowman. Like, perfect. Who's been beheaded, by the way. It's a snowman that's been beheaded. It's yeah, he's big. lost his other yeah, three spears that make up his torso. But yeah. Yeah. truly the shittiest of all. Los Sam. Angeles 84. Yeah. Sam the Bald Eagle. Walt Disney Productions selected the Eagle. Wow. Oh. You guys fucked up big time. I, I remember Kobe from Barcelona. Kobe was cute. Yeah. That was, I mean, that was the first Olympics I was super invested in. And I think I, that's like, it's weird how I really remember Kobe, Izzy, and then everyone else. They can get lost. I'm sorry. Get Take yeah. a hike, folks. It's over. Yeah. Hey, speaking of it's over, Kristen, it's been such a pleasure <laughs> having you on the show. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I can't wait to follow the journey of these French clitorises over the next few years <laughs> in the lead up to the Olympics. Yeah. And and uh, look, I hope they lead us into a fucking proletarian revolution. Yeah. Long yes. may it last. And if that does, then we'll have egg on our face for sure. I do like <laughs> that they called it a sports-based. They're like, no, 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 no. Just a sports, sports revolution. 
not class consciousness. What <laughs> a sports revolution. Yeah, but, the, but it is such a perfect like example of how revolutionary things just get digested and shit out into like <laughs> vague capitalist like pablum of like revolution of sport. What right. are they going to like do the kick flips different and you people know, really like that word right now. I don't know if it's because people are check to check and there's such food instability, but this yeah. revolutionary live revolution where it's getting a lot of buzz. People really like this Fetterman guy. I guess we got to invest in Carhartt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's the lesson. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, viva la revolution. Oh, by Kristen, where can people find you, follow you, all that good stuff? You can find me on Unladylike, the podcast, and you can follow Unladylike on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Unladylike Media. And I have a dog who's going crazy at my feet. I hope that y'all can't oh, hear that. No. No, we can't at all. In fact, we think <laughs> that you might be making that dog up. Dude, I'm I think not. Kristen's lying I again. promise. <laughs> See? Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. This is Brewster. What a cutie. I love how, like, shaggy his hair is on his face. He really looks like, yo, you didn't have to do this right now. (laughs) Now, is Booster named after the COVID vaccine or was the COVID vaccine named after Booster? Oh, well, I... His name is actually Brewster. Brewster's millions. Got it. My bad. Obviously. His name is Brewster Pfizer Moderna. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And is there a tweet or some other work of social media you've been enjoying, Kristen? You know, the latest tweet that I was really enjoying came from Roxanne Gay, where she was shouting out last night NPR's headline for Trump's presidential announcement. May I read? Yes, please. Breaking. Oh, oh, she tweeted like, this is the way that you write a newsworthy headline. Donald Trump, who tried to overthrow the results of the 2020 presidential election and inspired a deadly ride at the Capitol in a desperate attempt to keep power to himself, has filed to run for president again in 2024. There yep. you go. Well done. Nice. Yeah. Nice headline. Work. There you go. Nice. Miles, where can people find you? What's a tweet you've been enjoying? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. You can also check Jack and I on the new episode, the latest episode of Miles and Jack Got Mad Boosties. Boosties. Yeah, fun one. Yeah, with Sean Keen from Round Ball Rock. And uh, also find me on 420 Day Fiance. And also make sure you get tickets for the Will You Accept This Rose live show that I will be doing with the whole Will You Accept This Rose crew uh, December 9th at the Dynasty Typewriter. And I will be doing a character that is going to destroy me from the inside out. So you, you can oh, probably no. want to come see this. It's just going to be, I'm, I'm doing a lot of, I'm getting, I'm doing a lot of preparation for some character work at this thing. So uh, uh, be sure to check that out. Um, let's see. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Some tweets that I like. First one, uh, Mike Kaplan, M-I-M-Y-Q-K-A-P-L-A-N, uh, Mike Kaplan tweeted, I wish Fox News was just news about foxes. <laughs> Which, yeah, that, that, would, that would help Much a lot. Much less and, damaging. Yeah. And then uh, at AO Tristan tweeted, that man, ex- that man attempted a coup and they let him run for president again. There's stricter rules at Planet Fitness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does feel like that. It really does. All right. Some tweets I've been enjoying. Carl Kinsella tweeted unusual whales for some reason, tweeted this 
news story that Michael Lewis, the writer behind The Big Short, has been traveling with Sam Bankman Freed for the last six months and is Holy writing his shit. next book on the FTX founder per Bloomberg. And Carl Canessa quote tweeted that and said, me noticing that the guy who wrote The Big Short has been hanging around me for six months. Six months. Is this good? <laughs> Louis Vertel or Louis Vertel tweeted a headline. Helena Bonham Carter is 21 years older than her boyfriend, Rye Dag Hombo. His name is Rye, middle name Dag, uh, last name Hombo. And Louis Vertel tweeted, Helena Bonham Carter dating noises Michael Caine makes after being frightened. (laughs) (laughs) And then Billy Hurley tweeted just a, a screen that I've seen a thousand times at the New York City subway stop when you try and purchase or refill your MTA card, it says, what do you want to add? Add value, add time. And Billy Billy Hurley said, in the purchase of a Metro card, you receive one of life's greatest questions. That's that's truth. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song that we think you might enjoy. Hey, Miles, what song do we think people might enjoy? Okay, I heard this wild drum and bass remix, so you have to, too. It is called Down Under, featuring Colin Hay from Men at Work. And it is wow. by Lude, L-U-U-D-E. And it is like this hard-ass drum and bass remix of Down Under, Land Down Under. I come from a land down yeah. under. It's just like wild, the breaks that they have, like like just his, like the verse, there's no beat. And it's like, and like the beat drops when they get to the chorus and it's just like heavy. So I just like, I remember Her Majesty was in the car with me. I played this like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, this is the hardest fucking remix to Down Under I've ever heard featuring Colin Hay. This is Lude, L-U-U-D-E. So check that out. That song is like such an offensive, like stereotype of Australians, but it's by an Australian band. (laughs) But like, I have to feel it. It's like, he just smiled and gave me a Vegemite sandwich. Just well, that was the man from Brussels. Oh, he was six foot five right. and full of muscles. I said, Got "Do you it. speak of my language?" He just smiled and gave me a you know Vegemite. What? I need sandwich. to read that again. I need to read that song again. Jack, please, man, don't <laughs> don't bad. embarrass yourself out here. I feel I, I feel ashamed. Well, <laughs> the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for us this morning. Back this afternoon to tell you what is trending, and we'll talk to you all then. Bye. Bye. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Sight gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring 
the Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com.